0: The choice of Paul Chiwai in Cape Town. It's ten past nine, John Lennon and Imagine. And uh, Paul, that's your big, fat, juicy hope. It has made your day for sure. So we are going to go traveling. And man, we're going traveling to somewhere kind of interesting. It's uh, not uh, a country that is often heard of or spoken about in our conversations and on the line, we've got Larata Mohwatle. She's the author of Vagabond, Wandering Through Africa on Faith. Faith. Lorata, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, how are you? Always good to hear your voice. And oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Love that you are taking us, well, past and into the Gulf of Guinea, but to somewhere where I actually have to say I know very, very little about. What is this country, which is actually made up of two islands?
1: It is called Sao Tome and Principe. It is about 250 kilometers from Gabon, less than an hour by air, and quite honestly, one of the most beautiful aerial views you ever, ever experience on a clear day as you land. You see the city just rolling from where the ocean stops and the ocean is different shades of turquoise and really really dark blue and you know how the ocean usually sort of mirrors the same color as the sky
0: yeah
1: so the sky will just be blue mostly or if it's turquoise it's turquoise but doesn't really really turn into this like an explosion of greens and blues and then the city, Southamie itself. So the, the strange thing that I find quite interesting about Southamie, besides that it's very small and it has two islands, so it's one country with two islands, Southamie and Principe, is that the city is also called Tome, the capital city.
0: So, so, okay, so let's, so there are these two islands, yes. um, which are one nation, yes. and... The one is Sao Tome and the one is Principe. How do yes. you get? And I'm assuming that Sao Tume is the capital island because, as you said, yes. the, the, so how do you get from one island to the next?
1: You you can fly. Yeah. There's also a boat, but it's, it's it's not working now because of COVID. But I guess when travel resumes and there has been heading heading unity and so on, you can get there by flying. Yeah. And there's only Sao Tome Air that gets there. The Sao Tome airline. And then you can get there by boat. And to get to South Tome itself, from South Africa, but in any case, from anywhere you are, you need to fly to Gabon and then get a flight to South Tome or fly to Accra and then get a flight to South Tome. It's just those two ways to get there. Nonetheless, even though it sounds cumbersome, it is literally Nisha, one of the most beautiful places I've been to because it's very small. So because of its size, you experience its culture, its beauty. You experience everything all the time. And it's easy to explore. In one day, literally, you can go from the south to the north and not in a hurry. Stopping along the way to enjoy the fishing villages, to enjoy the town, to enjoy the street food. If you love banana, they eat banana a lot.
0: (laughs) It is in fact, I mean the official language, the de facto national language of sao tome is in fact Portugal, I mean Portuguese, not portugal um sí. and i'm I'm wondering, do you get a sense of um all that old colonial style Portugal, or has it moved on and shifted and changed
1: It definitely definitely hasn't completely moved on, shifted and changed. There are some cultural influences with food, a um, taste for for alien sweet tooth for instance. But um, at the same time there's also an identity that's very local mm. that is very African and not necessarily influenced by by um, colonialism, excuse me. I, I keep seeing flashes of of, of places that we went through around the country. The most visible, the most visible presence of of Portugal and colonialism is in the buildings. Yeah. And in in a place called Trinidad, there's a church, a beautiful church. Also in the city itself, Sao Tome, there are beautiful cathedrals. So you always see these beautiful old buildings that I remember of the Portuguese presence and colonialism but at the same time there's also there's also a sense of of local identity and African pride and I think for me it is in the music it's in the food and Mm. it's also in the way that people carry themselves so I think Throughout, in, in all of my travels around Africa, including in Northern Africa, I find that there's generally a sense of warmth, of character, of spirit, and of people being generally welcoming and being very, very eager to to let you see their culture. And so that really, really stood out as well.
0: You know, Lorato, you spoke about the cuisine, and um, I, I'm mm-hmm. just reading up some stuff about the cuisine it sounds like there's an incredible diversity of tropical fruits, etc. You mentioned bananas earlier, but also spicy foods as well.
1: Oh, it's it is such a delicious country,
0: such <laughs> a delicious
1: country. You know, there's jackfruit, there's mangosteen, there's coava, there's all sizes of watermelon. You could you can buy a watermelon the size of a grapefruit. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and na- nice street food. There's snails, there's fish, and chicken. But then also the restaurants make really great seafood. <sighs> and in particular, there's a restaurant in a place called Angolares um, yeah. at Rosa Sao Joao. They do a tasting menu, and it's the Santomien chef i think he even trained in Portugal or something like that yeah. but he has a tasting menu at the restaurant and it takes traditional ingredients like okra cassava and other foods and everything else that's available and he just ha- adds a hot cuisine taste to them but my favorite eating experience is a place called Mi- Um because there's a street there that just has seafood cafes. And all the seafood is just cooked in a braai on the street side. And there's a marinade made with a little ginger and some garlic and lemon and chili. That was just my favorite, favorite chili experience. I ate that twice.
0: So, Lorato, we heard earlier today on the show about revenge tourism, where Mm. you say, okay, I am... This was my bucket list before COVID, and now I freaking have to get back out there and do something. Would Sao Tome and Principe be uh, on your list?
1: Oh, it has to top the list. It has to top the list, Michelle. <laughs> it has to. I say to everyone, edit. I was supposed to, I went there um, for, I think, uh, we were meant to be there for three and a half weeks or four weeks, and ended up staying seven weeks. Jeez. I'm learning Portuguese as we speak. You know that is how much of an impression it left on me, and and it is also so beautiful. I mean, every twist and turn of the road is breathtaking. It's tropical, and then on the on the north, it's savannas. So it has baobabs, Ugh. and then Principe itself, right, feels like it, it, Salto is small, but Principe is. Even smaller. And we want to in Principe, you are in a little island with some of the most beautiful beaches in, South, in, 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 in Africa. In fact, McShutleyworth has a, a brand there called Here Be Dragons. And they have very upmarket, historic hotels. Yeah, yeah. So that's on my bucket list. I couldn't go this time around. Is, but it, that's very, my is it very list expensive for there? For going back to Principe.
0: Is it very expensive there in general?
1: No, no, not at all. The dobra, the currency, dobra, she is more or less the same as the rand. And um, for the for a very small country that gets very very few tourists, the tourism infrastructure is quite set up, particularly in South Tome, because the budget starts from from backpackers and hostels to. Once in a lifetime, Mm -hmm. I'm in a dream island, let me grow my budget kind of establishment and everything (laughs) in between.
0: Larato, it sounds like I know where I'm going for my revenge tourism. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to uh, discovering more places that we don't know about. That's Lorato Muhuatle. She's the author of that wonderful book, Vagabond, Wandering Through Africa on Faith. And uh, that's it. Sao Tome and Principe. It is uh, an island country. It consists of two archipelagos around two main islands. Tiny by the sounds of it, but uh, and as uh, Larato says, not necessarily that expensive. Depends on how you do it come on if we can let's just go somewhere special